0: Welcome to the Beyond the Boards Podcast, your home for all things hockey. Let's get started. Here are your hosts, Dan Coover and Dylan Terry. Alrighty, folks, welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Boards Podcast. I'm Dan Coover. Um, and I'm here with the Montreal Canadiens all-star representative this year, uh, Dylan Terry. Dylan, congrats on your
1: selection of the all-star game for Montreal, man. Jesus, I've been told that I got a Canadian accent before, but uh, dude, I would end myself if I was playing home for Montreal right now.
0: Right, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, uh, but congrats, I mean, all-star game's an all-star game. You know, you can tell your grandkids, it doesn't matter if you have four points this year, your team, because, because every team needs, you know, every team needs um, you know,
1: a participant player. participant. So because everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, that's the one we live. even in, if your team uh, caught Montreal has only had eight wins since uh, the Stanley Cup Finals last summer. That's embarrassing. Like mm-hmm. honestly. At, you know, As a
0: fan of the team who beat them, that's just completely and utterly embarrassing. <laughs> like, I can't even describe just how sad that is. The fact that we're halfway through the year, they've played, what, 35 games, give or take? It, yeah. And well,
1: they might have played a little bit less because they're in Canada, but.
0: Right. Yeah. Because they're not allowed to have freedom up there anymore. But yeah, <laughs> um, they're at 37 games, 7-25-5. So solid. the fact that that team is allowed to have an all-star is, is pathetic, but I mean, guys, like they need, NHL needs to fix the all-star game. You can't be sending Adam Pellick, you know, you can't be sending Drake Batherson to the all-star game. Like just send the best players. I don't get why every team has to have, it's like this participation trophy special here. I I can't stand it. Put the best players out there if it's truly an all-star game, because otherwise it's not an all-star game. It's a money grab. Let's just call it what it is.
1: Exactly. And like, I'm looking at the Metro divisions roster right now. And I know we were talking a little bit before we got on here. Obviously, Jake Gensel just got on for the Penguins of the fan vote, but their first selection was Tristan Jerry off the Penguins roster. Like, why isn't Shisterkin in the All-Star game? He's literally going to be a Vesna finalist. And then you go with Tristan Jerry. Like, Give a guy that's been doing good for Pittsburgh this year, and I know one guy immediately that sticks out in my mind that has had a breakout season with Pittsburgh this year, Evan Rodriguez. He got a dumpster fire of Buffalo, and he's actually looked pretty decent this year yeah. for the Penguins. It, it, it's, so cra-
0: it's crazy what happens.
1: When, give, give him a um, shot. or uh, Shit, who's the other guy they got that's been playing good this year? Shit, let me Google. Let me Google quick. I don't know. Utah. I have
0: not watched a lot of I can't of think Pittsburgh of his name this year.
1: right
0: um, I know he's been yeah. scoring a lot, though. Yeah, Evan Rodriguez has 11 more points than Nick Suzuki.
1: Exactly. And he's not in the All-Star Game. <laughs>
0: he's got 30 <laughs> points in 38 games, 15 to 15. So that's a very solid first half of the season, obviously on pace for about 60 points this year. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely just, I don't know, the format sucks. The three-on-three was fun in the beginning, but it's definitely lost its lore. Um, and, like, I'll probably watch it and all that stuff, but, like, the NHL needs to like freshen up, send the best players. Nobody watches the all-star game. To see Adam Pellick play. No Islander fan. is going to tune into their, this is the most miserable season the Islanders have had in like five years. They're not going to turn tune into the all-star game and be like, yep, that's Adam Pellick. That's my guy because like Islanders fans are realistic enough to know that their team is miserable and they don't <laughs> need that type of pat on the back. Some fan bases do need that, but most hockey fan bases don't. Most hockey fans, I feel like, are pretty realistic about their teams for the most part. So um it's just a bad format. They got to fix it. Just you can keep the three-on-three. Yeah. Three, the three-on-three three is fun, but just send the best players. I mean, if it's actually an all-star Real. game, send the
1: best players. So, Exactly. Dude, my buddy, he's, a, he's actually a Rangers fan. He lives down near the city, but his dad's an Islanders fan. He really? snapchatted me the other day. I was like – and uh, he was at the Islanders game. I think they were playing the Caps. I'm like, why the fuck are you at an Islanders game since he's a Rangers fan? And then he told me that. But I was like, well, um, that he's like, this arena's sick. I'm like, yeah, it ought to be sick. It's like brand new. It's brand he's, new, yeah. He's, he's, they he's like, yeah. They are. He's like, yeah. I'm, he's like, I'm probably going to go to a lot of games this year. I'm like, well, yeah, they're kind of ass this year. The ch- tickets are probably pretty cheap. He was sitting at like mid-ice. He said that he paid like $100 for the tickets.
0: That's not bad at all. That's yeah, solid. Like
1: 100 I think it was, he, was, he was in like the lower bowl, too. Like, yeah, but you know what, Dylan?
0: You know what, Dylan? It's me, Jim, from Long Island. You know, that'll never measure up to a Coliseum, man. They'll never, that'll never measure up to the greatest stadium in all the sports, the Nassau Coliseum. So, just
1: saying. That's actually
0: (laughs) what Allen fans think. So, they have a brand new arena. They're like,
1: seems legit. legit.
0: Yeah, so. I don't know, man. It's just I don't just don't send like if you if there should be a rule where it should be like the Mendoza line of baseball. Like if your team has less than thirty, looking at like league averages here, if your team has less than thirty-seven points, you shouldn't get any all stars. You shouldn't get any all stars.
1: If you have less that points knocks in the Blackhawks, like Ops. two
0: teams in each division.
1: Oh, two, yep, three, The Blackhawks are three. knocked out. They have thirty-six. Yep. <laughs>
0: knocks out half the Metro. <laughs> the Metro is a dumpster fire this year. So, yeah, man, that's it's definitely just weird kind of because like, I thought
1: they were going to be a battle coming into the season. I thought the Metro oh, yeah. was going to be really competitive. Well, but- well,
0: I think everybody had higher expectations for the Islanders. They had higher expectations for the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody kind of knew the Devils and Columbus would struggle. New Jersey's actually done better than I thought they would. But yeah. really, it's just the top four have been really good. The bottom four have been really bad. Um, yep. So it's definitely interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I really want to talk about kind of the main story this week. Um, And I think this all kind of ties together. I feel like it's just the Oilers are completely and utterly unraveling right now. And I feel so bad for Connor McDavid, but it's also so funny to just watch this team that is two of the best players in the
1: league, just completely implode on itself. And it's, it's even more mind blowing that they're going into this much of a panic mode too, when they still have a winning record, like, they still are 18, 15 and two. Um, how many points back? Well, I guess they are like nine points back now, but uh, I mean, they've had a rough stretch. They're two, six and two in their last 10. I know Darnell nurse was on COVID protocol here uh, not too long ago. Cause I got him on some of my fantasy teams. McDavid I think was on COVID protocol there for a little bit as well. Um and dude, I don't know what this team is doing right now, honestly. And I don't like, think they
0: do either. And then to boot on top of that, they're thinking, you know what? You know what'll fix this chaotic mess? Throwing Evander Kane into this locker room.
1: <laughs> it's typical admin. It's bold. It sounds, it's sounds like something Shirelli would do if he was still there. It,
0: yeah, but it's a, <laughs> it's a bold strategy. And knowing Ken Holland, Ken Holland might give him a seven year deal. You might give him a seven-year, $10 million deal because Ken, Ken Holland loves overpaying veterans. He loves <laughs> it.
1: It was really funny. Um, I know I showed you uh quick before we got on uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, um, do you want to put
0: that clip in there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll insert it for the viewers that may or may not have seen it already. Um, I might post it on our social media too. I don't know if I will yet, but uh, I'll insert it for the people that haven't heard it um, right now. Lots of reasons for why the owners are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing. What do you think is the number one reason for the losses? Now, is there is there one thing that you, in your own mind, you're saying we got to get better at that?
0: Yeah, we we have to get better at everything. Would you like to expand on that? Nope. You can do that. You know everything. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm. Why are you so pissy? I'm not. I'm just I, answering your yeah, question. Yeah, you are. Whenever I ask you a question. I gave you an answer. Not very good one. Okay.
1: okay. But I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on the ice last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing, for sure. Just to hear a guy like Seidel who kind of is quieter, he's not as known really for his mouth per se. Um, and then just getting grilled by a reporter like that. Can you imagine if a Vander Kane comes in on a press conference and that reporter starts grilling a Vander Kane Like, dude, that's just asking for something to blow up in your face right there.
0: Vander Kane just comes up to the mic and just says, Yeah, yeah, I didn't pay my child support. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> like like yeah, I, I left my pregnant wife alone and went and gambled away our house.
1: Yeah I, yeah, do, I was, do, <laughs> yeah, I went to Europe and I was Yeah, uh, I went to Europe, left my wife and kid at home, and I was uh, banging another chick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do, about it, reporter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see you get some.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like. So I just think that that it's just it's a bold strategy. It's just it's a bold strategy, and I don't know. It's something that'll either work. Part of me hopes Evander King comes in and and and, and like scores more points than McDavid, but. I think more realistically, like what's gonna happen is that um I, I just think, Dell, that what's gonna happen, it's just gonna all fall apart again and we're gonna lose another year of McDavid's product.
1: Yeah. And I at this point, I wouldn't even blame McDavid for being upset. He's been in the league what he got drafted in 2015. So he's been in doesn't seem like he's been in the league for like six, seven years now, but Evidently this is his he seventh season. He's yeah, been in the year for crazy. seven
0: seven years. Um, and, and the Oilers have
1: went absolutely nowhere. They went nowhere, years. and have had well, a couple first round exits, and then nothing.
0: They yeah, they got swept last year,
1: and they got beat by the, the first Fox round of, of, in the play in. Yeah, so the,
0: I'm not even counting that they didn't even make the playoffs that year, um, <laughs> because those playing games didn't count. And then they had 13 games, so I think they made it to game six against the Sharks in 17, I want to
1: say. I don't remember. That far I think back.
0: that's when they – I think they beat the Ducks maybe, or I forgot who they beat, but I think they got eliminated by the Sharks in 2017. I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, they they, they made it two rounds. Um, I'll Google And it. that was his second – that was his second season in the league. So, they haven't been – like, spent extensive time in the playoffs still in
1: – Yeah, they have years. not – Okay, they're almost turning into the 21st century Maple Leafs at this point. A little bit, but at least they, the Leafs get there. I can't really
0: complimenting Toronto, but at least the, the Oilers
1: least get missed there. the playoffs from 2007 to 2016. Um, they lost in the conference semifinals, I guess it was in 2017. So yes, you were right. And then they missed the playoffs um, from 2018 to 2020, and then last year they lost in the first round and got swept. So. They True. do have one more series than Toronto has, but
0: <laughs> they're True. pretty
1: much in True. the same bowl. Same bowl, pretty much.
0: <laughs> True. That is fair. They do have uh, more than Toronto. So that definitely goes far. But yeah, dude, I just, ah, man, oh, man, oh, man. It just sucks to see probably the greatest talent since Crosby, who's come in the league. Yeah. To just not get to the playoffs every year. And then on top of that, like they have dry style too. I just don't get how they're this bad. And it's not like their roster's put together that poorly. Like I'll tell you got one depth.
1: I'll tell you one answer to that question. Their goaltending. Their goaltending's yeah. fucking awful. You got a guy. Yeah. Fuck, what's that dude that's been playing for them now? I don't even remember his name. It's Who? like something the with goalie? two S's. No, he's like Stuart. Stuart Skinner is it? I think it's Stuart Skinner. Freaking, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Stuart Skinner. Yeah, I could because Koskinen like
0: have, is, is Stuart getting, Skinner. Yeah,
1: yeah, because Koskinen was getting grilled in the freaking media, and then Mike Smith comes back, and then all oh, oh, he's hurt again. He's like thirty nine, so he's just washed right. up, anyways. Koskinen's always been up and down from his days. Um, oh, shit, who else did he play for besides the Oilers? Feel like he played for somebody else. I want well, to say it was the wild, but you no, know it is. Koskinen
0: wears 19, and that's not a goalie number. Every time <laughs> I watch an Oilers game, like, I'm, I'm serious, like, you can't he play for the Islanders in 2011. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, dude, my bad. I'm tripping. This is his hockey DB 2011 think, Islanders. Okay, yeah, then he wasn't back in the NHL until 2018 when he signed with the
1: Oilers. <laughs> that, that's all I'm ripped. Right, that right there. Um, I think I got him confused with Devin Dubnik. That's probably who I was thinking. Yeah, that's him. probably he was who it in was. Edmonton. But uh, hey, Devin Dubnik and this, was in Edmonton? Yeah. He was was he really? There. Yeah. He played. Uh, here, let me look. He's uh, down yeah. in the, 2009. Yeah. 2009 he, to 2013.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's like down in the AHL now. Side note on that. Devin Dubnik. Yeah. Is, which I was shocked yeah, I mean, when I saw he, that. He but,
0: had a good career, though. Yeah. He had like probably. Five years of being really dominant six years of being really dominant so he was third place in vesnia three times from 15 no wait no never mind only he was third and fifth in vesnia in once in 15 once than 17 so he was a solid he's a top 10 goalie for a while
1: yeah he was but, he was up and down throughout his career um but going back to their current situation right now with koskinen getting torched he's got a 900 save percentage this year um you got mike smith being the carson Wentz of the nhl um and then you got this random Stuart skinner dude which granted he's young he's only 23 but he's only got a 907 save percentage this year as well and 2.93 goals again so he's almost given up three goals a game so and and then that's literally the only difficulty they have i mean is it Oscar Clefbaum's like been dead for like a year, hasn't he? Like yeah, he's been, he, he's I, been I on LTIR, he right?
0: He's on LTIR. They're circumventing Still, the cap, I him. think.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: That's what they're doing. He hasn't it's, played since it's 2020. Circum, it's cap circumvention. <laughs> All right. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, Circumvent <laughs> the cap <laughs> so back so they the can, playoffs and they're gonna win the cup.
1: Yeah, because they brought in that Duncan Keith contract, so uh, yeah, that's why, that's why they need to the circumvent. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whose idea was it? I mean, Ken Holland's like, you know what? You know, it'll help this team.
1: Yeah, 95 like Duncan,
0: year old Duncan Keith. I was going
1: to te- say, building an all star team of like 2011. <laughs> Duncan I know. Key, dude. And Evander Duncan Kane. Keith
0: is a beast. He was a
1: beast. <laughs> yeah. Nico Koskinen, like, <laughs> Mike Smith.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, you're right. Like, can, can we get a time machine here? And send yeah. him. And honestly, McDavid would probably still be the best player on that team in 2011.
1: So, <laughs> even though he was, all, what, he was like 15, probably 13, 14. I don't know. He's 25
0: now. So, 2011, 10 years, no, 11 years, he'd be 14. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, he still would be probably. Probably. But yeah, man, it's just, uh, it's just crazy. And it's like they don't have, I mean, they, they signed Hyman to a good contract, like, you know, dude, they've got a beast. he's, a, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I just can't, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the Oilers. I don't know how to fix the Oilers, but you know, that's not my job obviously to fix the Oilers, but it's just sad to see McDade. Like it's really yeah.
1: sad. That's why the um, only thing I see that could fix them is goaltending. Other than that, that their their lineup is stout. I, I If I was their GM, I'd probably upgrade the defense a little bit um, at the deadline, try to, like, flip somebody. I don't know who you'd flip. Like, if you brought in a Evander Kane, um, I think Yamamoto's on a one-year deal, isn't
0: he? I believe so. Maybe you yeah. flip him for, uh, like, uh, a
1: first or second line D-man and then, like, a pick or something. I don't know. But uh, all I
0: know is like a lot of people in the NHL, they argue about the value of goaltending, right? Mm-hmm. They say, oh, you shouldn't pay an elite goaltender. Like, yeah, I, listen, you shouldn't give Sergey Bobrovsky a seven year, $10 million contract. You shouldn't do that, especially after you drafted Spencer Knight in the first round. Like, you shouldn't do that. But yeah. if you've got an elite goaltender in your organization, pay that person elite money. Pay that person elite money. Yeah. I mean, we just saw, I mean, in my opinion, Basilevsky virtually steal a Stanley Cup from this year. Like the dude doesn't, he, he, all games he clinched were shutouts. Every single clinching game was a shutout. Um, and if you have that kind of weapon, you know, it definitely helps. So the Oilers gotta, I think before defense still, I think they gotta find a goaltender. And I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know what, what they end up doing. Good goaltenders don't really grow on trees, but you've got to find something and give up whatever it takes.
1: I do know one goalie that's on an expiring deal that they would have to do some caps shuffling for, but
0: well, that's why clef bombs on IR.
1: <laughs> but can you imagine if the Edmonton brought in Flurry from the Hawks at the deadline?
0: Honestly. I don't know I do.
1: how they I don't know how they'd make it cap work, but well,
0: this. if the Hawks retain, let's all right. We're going to do some. We're going to do a yeah, little bit we of. We can math
1: retain here. some and then um, they could ship out. I don't know. I got to look at Edmonds. So contract the Oilers have about 980,000
0: cash space supporting yeah. cat friendly.
1: Rolling in um, the space.
0: And then, what's Fleury's contract like? Six million a year deal? Uh,
1: let me look here quick. I'm getting cap friendly pulled up as we speak. Uh, it is seven mil. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's so why Chicago, I said if
0: they're to- gonna do it, they would have to. This is what they'd have to do if they wanted to do it. They would have to. Chicago would have to retain half the salary. Okay, that gets it down to three and a half million. Mm, but even that, they'd have to trade to like four teams and have four teams retain
1: and that probably wouldn't work. Yeah well
0: you another that, you have you still probably have to do that and get some money out.
1: Yeah. Um, either that or maybe you trade with like the Bruins or something. I don't know if they'd be willing to because they're a contender as well but with Rask coming back and playing for the Bruins again they got Swayman down to the minors now he's supposed to be the future of the franchise maybe you can hit up a guy get like a linus allmark or something.
0: Yeah. And or, then that could be that could be it. And yeah. Maybe that's a good deal. I thought that Allmark deal was a good deal for Boston, but um, or a
1: guy like Jake, well, I guess Holt being Ottinger, the go-to in uh Dallas now, right? With Bishop. And, yeah, and they um, got
0: Kedobin played the other night when I was at uh, the Volts Dallas game. I don't I, I know Kedobin's kind of been up and down this year though.
1: Oh yeah um, Kadoban's still there this so, is how this is where how is you it?
0: do it though. If you're Edmonton you want to get the big fish. Mark Andre. Yeah. The I Hawks mean, should trade him. just trade Koskinen. Maybe. Have the have I'm telling you, this is how you do it. You trade Koskinen in the deal. You have the Hawks retain half the salary of flurry. There you go. It fits. Does it?
1: Uh, it fits. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm already I'm already on to a next team. I got an idea for him. They should bring him Braden Holtby if he's healthy. I mean, that's not he, a terrible he should idea be. Either. He should be healthy by the time playoffs come. I would think, wouldn't it? Wouldn't he be? He's buried in Dallas between behind uh, Kudobin and Ottinger. He's only uh, he's only on a two million dollar deal, so that's very right. affordable too. And he's a veteran. He's been there before. He's got a cup of the Caps. He's a
0: cop. yep. Cup winner. Um. So,
1: I don't know what be...
0: happened to him. Like he went from being like I a top five he... goalie in the league to
1: just. I know. Like, I thought he got hurt or something overnight. Not... It just says he's non roster right now. I thought he was. Yeah.
0: I think he was he's, the COVID. I think he was in the
1: protocol for a little while. Well, yeah, it says he's got 17 games played this year. He's got a 920 save percentage this year, too. So I mean that I mean, would be well. uh, yeah. yeah. If you're Edmonton, fuck it. Call Dallas, get Dallas on the phone, be like, look, we need a goaltender. And then yeah. bring Holt be in for their a one year deal give him give Dallas like a first rounder or something, or, and maybe like a younger guy that's in like the AHL, like a prospect or something. Yeah, I'm gonna for look sure, at their man. Roster right now, I don't even know who they got for prospects. Give them like a uh, Philip Broberg. is probably too much to give up, but um, I don't know. They got Alex Stalock buried in their minors right now too. I yeah. guess thirty four. Yeah, and he's
0: and he's never been super great. Oh but, yeah, they just I mean, picked
1: him up. Yeah, that's right. I, I did see that. Yeah,
0: but, it's interesting though, man. I don't know. Uh, let's let's move along though here couple oh, i want to good. talk about the panthers let's talk about the panthers
1: all right.
0: um you know, listen their little brother you know they don't worry me at all like i don't lose when i go to bed at night as a lightning fan but like the least of my worries is the panthers they don't scare me they don't intimidate me um but I do have to tip my hat where it's due. You know, little brother makes a good play. You got to tip your hat. But they're on fire right now. They're 8-1-1 in their last 10. This year, they're 21-3 and at home, which is – considering they don't even have fans there, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> uh, it's not like they have a notable home ice advantage. Um, granted, yeah. they've also played this year uh, – they played 24 home games – Compared to just 14 away games so far, so that probably will the pendulum will probably swing back in the other other direction at some point coming up here, uh, considering they got to make up all those road games. But uh, yeah, dude, I, they they're balling right now. Yeah, give credit where it's due.
1: Yeah, and credit to them too. They didn't let that uh, coaching change at the start of the year and that whole drama incident uh, affect them in it. It looks like Dale Talon built another team that uh, for success here in the upcoming future, similar to what he did in Chicago, built the whole entire team. And then he got, I think he got canned. What was it this last off season? Wasn't it? Or was it? Dale Talon? Two, yeah. I
0: believe forbid. so. I believe they fired him. I do think what they fired him. Yeah. 2020.
1: All right. So, yeah, like literally, the year
0: before they got good.
1: <laughs> I know that's literally what Chicago did too. So, I mean, evidently Dale Talon's a hella good uh, GM in the front office. And when it comes to building teams, I mean, his off the ice antics are kind of questionable, um, as we've all come to know. But uh, yeah, clearly the credit,
0: anybody in the Blackhawks organization. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've had a hell of a season so far. Uh Aaron Eckblad is almost point per game coming back from his broken leg. I know I've mentioned that in episodes before, but that's mm-hmm. just my me. He's a game changer. I mean,
0: they didn't have him in the playoffs last year.
1: Yeah. And... They were
0: circumventing the cat. <laughs> <laughs> almost,
1: almost worked played. for him. But
0: they didn't have him. They didn't have him in the playoffs last year. Um, and you know, it's like that's a big upgrade when you're going from Eckblad as your 1D to you know compared to Weger probably as a one D last year, or, you know, they had to play Yandel a bunch last year, who just isn't what he used to be. So, you know.
1: Yeah. And then like all the other additions that they've brought in, have just been really good. Sam Reinhardt finally got out of the Buffalo hell hole as well. He's almost point per game for them this year. Uh, Sam Bennett's always a pain in the ass for them. And he's a perfect type of player for the playoffs. Um, Guy that can get under your skin, just annoy he the shit out of you.
0: He wasn't last year. I just <laughs> – okay. they got manhandled in six. Um, and then, obviously, Ryan Lombard, best player on the team. <laughs> so,
1: got, got Radko Gudis that you could play for depth in the playoffs as well on, like, your third pairing, third defensive pairing. Like, just guys that can get under your skin, but they also got them surrounded by, by guys that have a lot of skill – um, they got Joe Thornton too. I forgot he was even there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe, baby. Solid goaltending duo. Now that Burbovsky is actually uh, got a nine twenty one this year, so I guess he's doing a lot better. Finally living up to that contract. But uh, s- s- Spencer Knight can turn it around too. I mean, he's kind of dog. Yeah, he's young. He's he's gonna be but, good.
0: I mean, he's he's gonna be a piece. Yeah. um I think if the USA ever goes to the Olympics again with real players he'll be the goalie mm-hmm. um so yeah dude it's it's pretty pretty darn cool man uh what's been happening so you know for the Panthers I'll give them credit where it's due um I'm not I'm not you know one of those fans who take shots at other teams I would say um when my team has success I've never done that before um please ignore everything I've said about the Leafs, Columbus, and and the Panthers in the past, but I've (laughs) never done that before. Um, So, yeah. Um, All right, moving on to hear more in the news. So, uh, effective, or effective, actually, all-star break the NHL is no longer testing asymptomatic players for COVID. I see this as an absolute win, Dylan.
1: Yeah, Cause I am completely fucking sick of trying to manage my fantasy hockey lineup every day and having (laughs) two players go to IR two players come back from IR. Then I got to drop somebody because I got too many players on my roster. And then, Oh, this guy's out for, um, he's got an injury. He's day to day. And then, Oh, no, this guy's on the COVID list, even though he has no symptoms and dude, I have just been, I've had it with fantasy hockey this year, trying to keep up with it. It's, Mm -hmm. it's
0: it's absolutely crazy and I think it's I find it it funny uh generally we don't really concern ourselves with like the opinions of lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of of sheep but it was funny somebody put on our a review for us uh on iTunes said that we were anti-vaxxers so first off I just want to say I must be the first anti-vaxxer on the planet who has the COVID vaccine I must be the first one Um, so (laughs) call me an anti-vaxxer, I guess if getting, you know, the full doses of the, the Moderna vaccine makes me an anti-vaxxer, um, then I guess I'm at, call me, call me an (laughs) anti-vaxxer. But no, it's not, we're not anti-vaxxers. We're not like, but listen, we've been saying all year and we've been consistent in our approach that like, it's time to kind of get on with normal. And yeah. clearly this virus doesn't really impact, especially this Omicron strain or whatever, isn't bad. It's just a, everybody I know who's had it's just got like a stuffy nose for like three days. And if it wasn't like COVID, they, they wouldn't even know. They wouldn't even, like two years ago, they, or two or three years ago, they wouldn't have even thought about
1: it. Yeah, and just they think it's just like thought, a sinus oh. infection or something. Right. Like.
0: Go get a zithromycin or whatever. Um, you know the antibiotic is mycin and just clear it up from your doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like that's probably what most people would have done two years ago. So the fact that the, the NHL stopping testing is smart. Uh, I'm really happy about that, and it's it's a good decision. I hope all sports get to that within the next year, um, so that way we can just kind of get back to living living a normal life. Because I, I, I it's not good for the league. Like like it's not. It's simply not good for the league to be canceling rescheduling games. People make plans. Like, I, I love to travel. I want to get to every rink. I've been to nine rinks. And if I was supposed to make a non-refundable travel purchase to a city and they cancel the game, I'd be pissed.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure the fans up in Canada, too, are going to be that much more happy. I mean, hopefully they eventually get out of lockdown up there. But Yeah, it's um, disgusting I think this what, will what help the government uh, in Canada is
0: doing.
1: Yeah, I think this I'm not evolve- even
0: trying to get political about it, but it's just completely disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and obviously we're American. It's not like that here, but it's it's just it's just sucks to see. It's like people deserve to be able to go out and make decisions for their own health. Um, that's
1: all. Yeah. So like you said, I completely agree. I think it's a great decision for the NHL. I mean, everybody else is doing it and there. And, and
0: by the way, this is surviving probably like, like what what people don't realize, too. Like, this could actually cost them a team in Quebec, their really restrictive COVID policies. Because yeah. the Coyotes legitimately, which we're going to touch on in a second, the Coyotes are actually, let's just go into that now. The Coyotes are legitimately, it sounds like, done in Arizona, Bill. They recently had a $1.7 billion deal in Tempe fall through. Um, they're basically getting kicked out of the arena in Scottsdale. There's no place left for them to go. Uh, I think we got to maybe get those NHL to Houston people on
1: sometime. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'd like to bring them on. I think that would probably be pretty interesting. Because, I would. mean, I'm way up here in fucking northern New York. I've never been to Texas in my life. So
0: Great state. Houston's um, terrible.
1: Houston's a terrible city. <laughs> but but that will be a Texas, great way to get them on the show.
0: Yeah. Oh, I I, I will <laughs> – I'm going to ask them legitimately, like, why Houston? Have you ever driven in Houston? Like, I can't do you wait. actually live in Houston?
1: I'm always up here buried in uh, four foot of snow all the time. So uh, I never get, have gotten down to the southern part of the U.S. ever. So um, I think it'd be cool to learn about the city down there and learn a little bit more about the Texas. Uh, culture this is well. what I will so tell you. Culture, but Texas, First
0: off, Texas is incredible. The only part of Texas I, did, I didn't like Austin very much either. Um, when I went, Austin kind of felt like a want to be Portland. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they they want to be like this indie like alternative city, but you're in Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're in Texas, so it just doesn't kind of fly there. But Texas is great. I love Texas. People are awesome. Uh, I think Houston does make sense from a from a fiscal standpoint. Like it's the fourth largest market in the united states doesn't have a hockey team yeah but no it's also just a terrible city and i'm not trying to be rude to anybody who might be listening to this from houston it's not i can't imagine it being a nice place to live maybe i'm wrong just maybe when i visited i didn't go to the right parks i don't know um but yeah man it's definitely uh definitely pretty crazy it's definitely crazy what's happening to arizona
1: Yeah, and who knows if they leave Arizona, maybe uh, Matthews isn't going to come to town. So
0: true. I mean, that kind (laughs) of ruins the latter half of Matthews' career. Or yeah, what if Matthews says, "I demand a trade to the Coyotes," and he saves the franchise?
1: I. It's not going to happen. One man can't save the franchise, especially in uh, today's uh, cap space world. So
0: no, and not, and and obviously that's a joke, but like, and obviously they're very far away from being. A legitimate team, but you 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 do think right? Obviously, Houston has a rink that they could play in. Quebec Mm -hmm. City has a beautiful rink that they could play in, but I don't think it'd be wise for the NHL to expand to Canada right now.
1: Yeah, I don't see them bringing in another expansion team right now. I mean, we got thirty. Well, not even
0: expanding. I'm sorry, but relocating the Coyotes. Yeah, that's what that that, would be the more proper term.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if anything's going to happen, a team's going to get relocated because thirty-two. That's the same amount of teams that are in the NFL. The MLB only has thirty. The NBA has what? Thirty-two? Or they're they just have, they're 30, like thirty also, right? Yeah, thirty. That's right. But
0: I think from what I've heard, the NBA is looking to add two teams at a billion-dollar expansion fee. So,
1: <laughs> me. I, I mean, don't know where you're gonna put them? But uh, um, maybe, maybe another can't well <laughs> another Canada team, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. The Vancouver
0: Grizzlies bring back. But no, like you're
1: at the probably your peak for amount of teams. So I don't know why another like they want to expand into Quebec and stuff. it's money.
0: It's it's money. That's why I think
1: the thing is, though, if you go to Quebec, look at Canada right now in lockdown. every You're not even going to have fans to come to games right off the bat you're going to be in lockdown. Like you're not going to make money. You're going to operate at a loss if you move a squad to Quebec right now. So um, I think Houston would be a much better option. They're open fully Texas. Um, You'd have a packed home arena every night right now. Cause I mean, the Rockets are dog shit right now. The Texans are dog shit right now. The only thing Houston's got going for them right now is the Astros, and the Astros are a bunch of cheating motherfuckers, anyways. Yeah, so, like, what else is there to do in Houston? Especially if you said it's like a shithole. Like, what yeah, else are people It was not, again,
0: the part I went to wasn't nice. And nothing against the people of Houston. Um, it's just to, if from my experience there, it didn't seem like a place I'd want to live. All right. And I've said that about Atlanta. A lot of people like Atlanta. Um, every time I go to Atlanta, I'm like, where's the fun part? <laughs> I can't find it. I, I've been there three, four five times probably. I can't find it. Um, so, you know, it's not personal. And clearly hockey didn't work in Atlanta either, but I, I can see working in Houston, but as to why the NHL would expand, right? Each team got roughly, if my math is correct, I think they divided the $650 million expansion fee by 31 teams. So that's about $21 million each team got. So that's why they'd expand.
1: Do you think if someone was rich enough to get an expansion team, do you think the NHL would just bring it in and use that since the cap isn't going to go up here for the next probably three, four years Yeah, Ever, probably. I wonder if they would just bring in an expansion team just to get the salary cap back. into like. Yeah,
0: they might. I, I don't I think know. I think it's a logical solution. But I just don't know. Aside from, like, Quebec City and Houston, I don't really think there's any big markets that don't have a team there.
1: No. Like, Honestly, like, at least no. that want a team. Um, no, you
0: know, because no. you're not – like, you already have two in Florida. You have two, you know. I
1: have, could always see a team in Portland, Oregon, maybe get a rival with Portland, Seattle. Maybe but, Milwaukee. But like, I don't think Portland would support a hockey team. I don't think. I don't think they're – population is big enough i would i would say
0: they have a pretty big population i just don't think they care about hockey up there
1: well i know they got the winter hawks and the whl like the winter hawks are always really good in the whl but just i know the rivalry between portland seattle and soccer is like life or death like it's it's huge it's yeah
0: portland and seattle have the two best soccer markets in america i would say from, yeah. from what I've seen about, or at least for the MLS. Well, that's and why stuff.
1: if you add a team into Portland, bring an NHL team in, um, you could play in the same arena that the Trailblazers play in. And then you could have a rivalry between Seattle and Vancouver, just like you do in soccer. Like that would be pretty damn cool. I think it's just to have another NHL team there in the Western coast. Like maybe you move Arizona. Well, I guess Arizona is in the central now, but um. I was thinking they were still in the Pacific. I was gonna say then you wouldn't even have to move divisions, but I forgot Arizona's in the Central now because of Seattle. But uh, do more yeah. and
0: watch hockey. Maybe they can move to Utah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Utah, uh, like, yeah. Instead of the ja- instead of the Jazz, they can be the Jizz. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, that, was a, that was a lame. That's the funny. joke. <laughs> they could be or the they could or, be, or the bass jazz and the yeah. bass <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right i'm uh, i'm too tired
0: <laughs> seriously man uh, that's, crazy. that's funny but yeah dude it's uh it's definitely interesting it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Arizona it sucks for the people in Arizona i know there's a lot of big you know Hockey fans in Arizona, it sucks for the players who played there. That, like, I gen- generally feel like when teams get moved, the, pl- the really good players who play there got get forgotten. Like, guys like Shane Doan, um, Paul Bisnasty.
1: <laughs> I don't think anybody can forget him. The amount of no, I don't I think social
0: he, media. Done. And he's like the TNT. And he's like the Pat McAfee of hockey,
1: yeah,
0: except he's not as rich. Like, Pat McAfee signed that $30 million-a-year deal with FanDuel. Um, yeah. But Pat McAfee, not as rich, obviously. Or, I mean, Biz Nasty now is rich. But Biz has done incredibly well for himself. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man. So, it's definitely interesting. I don't know. I think – doesn't Bo live in Arizona? Can't he save Arizona hockey maybe? Maybe the, yeah. the Coyotes need to sign Bo Bennett.
1: Maybe Bo will just buy the team and move them to – somewhere i don't know Move uh, no, no, no. give, give out was free it him the
0: license plates to also it was him colors.
1: that told us about the stories in russia where he would almost get hit jaywalking right maybe he'll buy the arizona was it Coyotes. Him? i think so it
0: was it was it, it was
1: yeah i am pretty I sure it was him that. i think i think it was him but yeah have him uh, buy the arizona coyotes and move them to yeah. russia and, i like it uh, so and then they can, get uh, signed putin yeah, they can sign Vladimir Putin. <laughs> they can sign Evander Kane after he. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if they can sign Evander Kane. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All right, couple more segments we got here. Really quickly, uh, looking at the standings this week, Dill and I noticed that the Eastern Conference is completely locked up.
1: Yeah, it's done. Much. It's over.
0: It's just a battle for seeding at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you told me that, and I got, I got on and looked at it because I'm not as familiar with the East because obviously I'm a Hawks fan, but. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a dumb deal. The Bruins got a, a five point lead on Detroit with five games in hand as well. Um, and then Washington has one less game played than Detroit and they have a 10 point lead over Detroit. So uh, yeah, yeah. Like you said it's, it's pretty much, yeah, it's a dumb. Deal it's just, it's
0: just eight teams. So again, congratulations, New York Rangers, Carolina Hurricanes, Pittsburgh Penguins, Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs who won't be there for long, but at least they'll get in. Um, Washington Capitals and Boston Bruins on uh, your playoff berths. That will probably be official by mid March. Um, and it's just a battle for who's going to get home ice. And we figured out that, in my personal opinion, home ice means
1: jack shit. Unless you're the Florida Panthers.
0: Yeah. Unless you're the Florida <laughs> Panthers, who are 21 and three at home, but <laughs> lost two out of their three home playoff games that they had last year. So, or the Toronto Maple Leafs, who we're up in a at series. <laughs> couldn't hold couldn't close out a game five or a game seven at home dude um, i'm looking at
1: it Colorado's 16 and two at home too and st louis is 16 and four well, sure.
0: colorado's colorado's got the altitude
1: i'm telling you <laughs> yeah. yeah it makes dude, the puck fly i fast. am
0: telling you i thought that was a myth i thought the altitude crap was a myth like i thought like, <laughs> that's just how my dumb brain works and I went to Denver, um, for a conference a few years ago. I was, I was able to catch a man. It might've been like four or five years ago by now. Geez getting old, but I I was able to catch an avalanche game. They played Nashville and I was so winded just walking up the stands to get to my seat. I was so winded. I'm like, why am I so winded? I'm like, Oh yes, the freaking altitude is so strong up there. Um, And it's like I went on a hike at like I wasn't even that high up. I was maybe seven thousand feet up on a hike, and I like could barely breathe. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this altitude is not a myth. So I could see the you know teams who aren't used to the altitude going out there just getting
1: just destroyed. Uh, <laughs> like, see, um, I'm out of breath by the time I get up off of uh, the couch to go to the refrigerator. So I definitely probably would not survive in Colorado. But pro- yeah, um, probably not.
0: I, mean, I guess you that- eventually get used to it.
1: Um, said home ice doesn't matter, but dude, I am looking at the standings right now, like home ice in the playoffs home,
0: doesn't matter. Well, home yeah, ice, I want to emphasize that. In the you playoffs, say, it, regular it, it means, season, dude, doesn't matter.
1: Toronto's 14 and 4 right now at home. Um, I was looking at the Western Conference. St. Louis is 16 and 4 at home. The Wild are 12 and 3. Um, and Dallas, surprisingly, they only got an overall record of 18 15 and 2, but they're 14 and 3 at home. So they're, they're four and 12 on the road. Dallas is. So, yeah. So who knows? Maybe it'll play a role this year. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. And Hey, listen, if you're Montreal Canadian fan, listening to this, (laughs) you have two and a half times more wins at home than you have on the road. You have five wins at home and two wins on the road. Just pat yourselves on the back. (laughs) You're doing great kids, but yeah, bro. It, it's definitely so yeah, maybe the regular season matters a bit more, but in the playoffs, I just don't I don't think it's a big
1: deal. I don't yeah. know,
0: call me insane, but I, I've just watched too much hockey and you know, we probably dig up some numbers for you know closer to the playoffs to, to, to see like home game sevens and like but I, I feel like it's a relatively even split. I don't think the home team is guaranteed to win a game seven. I don't, you
1: know, so I remember yeah. two Hawks game sevens that they've won on the road in the past. Right, uh, when they, they were Detroit in Detroit that one year, right? Detroit, and then they beat Dallas on the road, or not right. Dallas, uh, Anaheim on the yep. road in game seven. They won. I think it was was it six and seven on the road. Yeah, I think it was six and seven on the road. I'm not sure. Pretty sure. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I. I don't know. I know game seven was at Anaheim though, so that's another example right there. So.
0: Right. Tampa lost, you know, beat the Rangers in MSG in the game seven, and go to the final, you know, lost to the Penguins on the road, lost to the Caps at home and beat the Islanders at home. I think it's, it's, it's about a 50, 50 split. Yeah. Cause I just think at the end of the game, game sevens are so tight anyway, that they're generally game sevens are going to be one or two goal games. Um, yeah, you know, or about one or two goal games. I mean, like there might only be one or two goals scored in the entire game. Um, no, maybe three or four if you're lucky. But, yeah, man, it's it's just definitely uh, – it's not as big as, of a deal as people think. So, that's a long way of saying um, that the East is done. The East is wrapped up. Stick a fork in them. Sorry. Um, Columbus, Detroit, New Jersey, Philadelphia, the Islanders, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Montreal, maybe within the next five years you'll get there. <laughs> but I wouldn't hold your breath. Pretty much. Um, last segment of the day banners are nashville predators banners of the week <laughs> this is a fun one
1: i kind of want to give mine um, to you you actually remember this week
0: i know i it's normally <laughs> built just like banners <laughs> banners and the funny part is i came up with the segment idea and then i always forgot it but i wrote it down this week so go. <laughs> can i get the banner yeah, <laughs> yeah. can i can, do i get a speech Sure. Go ahead. All right. Um, let's, let's hear it. So I'd just like to take this time to thank um Nikita Kutrov for circumventing the cap last year and getting me a back-to-back cop. Oh, um and I'd like to thank uh my family. Um I'd like to thank um 366 sports for uh being incredible um which is also me really and my brother and you dylan um and i'd also like to thank the toronto maple Leafs for giving us just endless content um year after year after year so thank you very much for this award i'm gonna hang it up in my room and uh god bless you god bless america
1: and also you would like to thank those uh two fans that uh gave us the Shitty reviews on i iTunes that <laughs> yeah, yeah. that inspired us to come and, back and after I, I, yeah, we, we sat in the last three weeks. That's why we haven't recorded in three weeks. Yeah. Side note because we, has we were just do yeah, it just ruined our confidence, life. you know. We were just yeah, that's actually we, gonna be my banner. We were just um, heartbroken
0: over those. So congratulations <laughs> to those two people who left us a negative review. Though you get my Nashville banners, Nashville Predators Banner of the Week. Um so, congrats. Uh, and here's what I'm going to say if you enjoy the show, leave us a five star review, but roast us in the comments.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, leave oh. us a five star review and then roast us. Like, say, oh. tell Dylan, tell Dylan that he's in the worst shape of his life. And he used to be a collegiate athlete. And now he can't get up and wash the refrigerator, but he's a good
1: podcaster. Tell uh, Dylan, too, that roast air longer than a fucking cat's. Uh fur right now because my hair is all over the fucking place and it's it's the winter yeah it's terrible it's the winter Um, tell
0: me tell me that i look like um like i i I have horrible posture so i'll give you some material i walk (laughs) like the hunchback of notre dame um i'm trying to think i look like a gross drew Carey right now with my glasses uh, so there
1: you go there's some material you, roast yeah. me I got well, I got I a comparison my back working you, you look like uh the dude on Elvin and the Chipmunks Uncle Ian you look like him with hair
0: like if he I, had I, hair I,
1: if he so had hair Uncle Ian. yeah I, I don't know the actor's name but with oh, your glasses yeah, you see look that but you look like him if he had hair is he like bald. an
0: evil? Is he like the evil villain?
1: For him? Uh, kind kind of. He's he like, looks
0: like he'd be the evil villain.
1: Kind of, kind of.
0: Yeah, he looks <laughs> like he looks like the type of guy who's like, "Hey, bro, like, got this really cool watch." He's like the he owner. He's owner of a record
1: company, and he tries to like get the chipmunk. He like hires and signs the chipmunks to a contract. And then he takes them off touring all over the country. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. And then they want to go back to Dave, but he keeps treating them like shit and like, he won't let them go back to Dave. And yeah.
0: So, yeah. So there you go. So now you also got a, a really cool <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks recap. So name a podcast that does both, but yeah. So go ahead leave us a five-star review. If you enjoy it, roast us. Um, and we really do appreciate you listening. We're going to get back to a more regular schedule. Now that the holidays are over and now that, um, things on the ice folks, are starting to heat up. Get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And now that we're not so, uh, crying our eyeballs out mm-hmm. over negative reviews for the last three I weeks. I know. Um, anyways, my banner. I don't know. I was gonna give it to you. I was gonna give it to. Well, you did. Uh, I already did. A the guys so no take backsies. The, what, what do you mean no take backsies? Well, you I can mean, give an
0: additional one if you want because it's a surprise. I said, banner. I. But I I won this week. I just want to say I won this week.
1: All right, whatever. Congrats. Um, Thanks. I never I never said my official banner, right?
0: Well, I, I oh. stole.
1: <laughs> whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I was going to give it to you, and then I was going to give it to the guys that wrote our comments, but then I was scrolling on Instagram last night, and I saw Kale McCarr light the absolute fuck out of uh, Antoine Roussel last night. Did he really? Check. Yeah, dude, he put Roussel on his ass. And I have always hated Anton Ruel. He was a pain in the ass when he played for the Canucks. He would always do a bunch of dirty shit every time the Canucks played the Hawks. Like dude. he's one of my most hated players in the NHL. And I saw Kale McCarr lay him out last night with hip check. So I, I that was my highlight right there. So uh, that's awesome. I'm gonna give my banner of the week to Kale McCarr for uh, upending a shit bag.
0: There you go. I'll give my second banner to Anton herself for not dying on that hip check. It's so a little victories. <laughs> all right so so there we go that's our show um and speaking of actual banners looking right now willie o'ree got his number retired so that's an actual banner congratulations willie o'ree that's awesome oh congrats to um, chris,
1: chris pronger too i think he got his yeah, number retired last night yeah. or something chugging a bud light as he's uh getting it retired at the podium
0: <laughs> yeah so pretty <laughs> cool funny. pretty cool stuff obviously willie o'ree the first ever um uh african-american to play play in the nhl so guess his number retired pretty dope uh and then chris prongers was pretty dope as well
1: i want to um, say chris pronger said he might come on sometime i messaged him really? i think he said he was busy but um let me let me see
0: tell him we'll send him a case of bud light if he comes
1: yeah he said uh because i had reached out to him he said at this time i'm limited in the amount of time i can devote to this type of stuff devote back at a later date and that was in May. And then oh, yeah. I asked him in August and he's like, sorry, now traveling quite a bit right now with my kids. So, um, so yeah, we might be able to get him on sometime. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Maybe so. eventually. So, okay. uh, but yeah, man, awesome stuff, Dell, as always. And uh, we appreciate Thanks, you all sir. listening and congrats to all our banner winners this year. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the beyond the boards podcast. If you enjoyed it, we hope you will leave us a rating and review, as well as subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Find us on Instagram at the Beyond the Boards Podcast. On Twitter at Beyond underscore Boards. On Facebook, Facebook Facebook.com Beyond the Boards Podcast. And on TikTok at Beyond the Boards Podcast.